Joy. I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. Joy and double Joy. We talking about Twitter. Triple Joy. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple Joy. Mike, time to eat chicken wings. We're always trying to get eight pounds in a five pound bag. He a normal dude. That's what you want. I mean, he's normal dude. I, I don't fear sudden death, and I never have. The hero raises its head. The opening barred by a black bank of clouds. The tranquil waterway leading to the uttermost ends of the earth flows somber under an overcast sky. It seems to lead into the heart of an immense darkness. Let us stop and sit silently in the post of a meditating Buddha as we penetrate deeper and deeper into this heart of mock darkness. (laughs) It's what Jin's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers social media conversation. I'm Kyle Crace. Here with me is mean Joe Conrad, Greg Benevent. Hello. Be sure to read Heart of uh, Darkness in High School, just like all of us did. I was so glad you brought that out. At, uh, That's right. We are we are heading into we are we are. In I was going to say, yeah, we're not heading into anything. We're we're, we're actually stuck in these waters. We, we have ceased forward momentum. It is the heart of mock darkness. Uh, we're, we, you know, it's uh, it's it's worse than sliding into uh, Lavar Jackson, Lamar Jackson's DMs. <laughs> it's uh, it's mock darkness. We <laughs> we're eleven days until the voluntary workouts. Twenty-one oh. days into the draft. Whew. Good. The, Finally, there is perhaps there is a light at the end of this gloom. There will be a light, but not right now. <laughs> right now, there is no light. There is only mock. Where? Why can't I find? There's only, there's only mock. There it is. There it is indeed. I think we've had the most. This is the biggest week in mock history. Twenty-six oh. mocks this week. Oh. I've seen these mocks pick so many names all over the league, but they're all the same. Yeah, like like 26 mocks, and they're all the it's same. Could it be four a day. any different? Yeah, I don't care what's the situation. These mocks are just mental masturbation. Yeah, you played yourself. Mm. There's only one way. There's only one way to mock. Ah, there's only one way to mock, and we still haven't figured out what that is yet. Oh, no, man, it's but still- boy, are we trying. I think if they get through, like, if there's a mock draft of every single mathematical possibility, one of them has to be right. Yeah, like the like the guy who picked, you know, uh, one million different March Madness brackets to finally find yeah, the one that won. Yeah, the monkeys typing Shakespeare thing, I think is, yeah. Well, we definitely have monkeys making mock drafts this week. <laughs> Let's get to the tweets. Oh, gosh, is that too loud? Whatever. No. Um, let's start with at Ben Anderson 58 Ben Anderson, 
Malik Willis isn't getting out of the top 10. He will not be drafted by the Steelers. To be honest, I'm a bit relieved. One, he won't be ready to play. And maybe two, his ceiling is really high, but his floor is really low. Boomer bust prospect. You know, the everyone, the, the, well, the mocks give us more mocks than ever give us Malik Willis. Um, but is it is it a moot mock if he's not even there at twenty? Well, I mean, I mean, even I think even if you get the one pick right, I mean, I still think the mock is moot. But regardless, I I, I think yeah, I, I I don't know, I I I I don't personally don't think he'll be there at twenty. But also, I I don't know if I've just at this point have too much information and thus can't make any kind of reasonable assertion as to what will happen. We can't speculate. Recollate. Finally, I, that's what recollate means. Yeah, we finally we're, figured we're it out. We're recollating. We're mm-hmm. recollating right now. I'm I know. In a state of recollation. The Willis hype. There's been so much Willis hype that I've I've bought into it. It's like yeah, I'm you yeah. know I'm I'm here for it. Propaganda works. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Let's uh, let's continue with <whistles> at Mike Up Sports One. Mike Nicastro. I said this recently, and I'll say it again. Okay. Okay. Say it. Say it again. Okay. <laughs> I think Malik Willis is the first QB off the board. The Steelers will stand pat at 20 or move down. If Kenny Pickett is the first QB off the board, they are immediately calling the next team on the clock. I mean, do we have anything to trade up with? I, I Yeah. Oh, they have plenty to trade up with. It's just uh, how much does that hurt them going forward? I mean, they have plenty of draft capital, but it's just how much of it do you want to give up? I mean, this sure, this sounds like a thing that could happen along with 10 million other things that also conceivably could happen. Again, I've read so much and too much at this point that this sounds as reasonable to me as Willis goes number two overall or Willis goes in the end of the first round. I mean, uh, I'm just I'm at the point of making noises in terms of analysis. If only the new Doctor Strange movie came out before the draft and we could see them, (laughs) which which of the multiversal uh, choices we want to make here with this pick. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's continue with. Mm-hmm. At Farabaugh, FB, Nick Farabaugh, with New Orleans now having not one but two picks in front of the Steelers, wouldn't it be surprising to see Willis, Pickett, and Ritter all gone by 20? This uh, this was a blockbuster trade now. The, the mm-hmm. Saints, who we knew might be in the QB market, especially yeah. now that they've got rid of legend killer Blake Bortles. <laughs> Um, you know, are is uh, now that they have two picks ahead of us. Yeah, is that kind of? Are you, you what do you is what do you think the odds are? I now? mean, I think if you have two picks and you don't have a starting quarterback, the odds are you're going to use one of them to get a starting quarterback. Well, that, I that, mean, that, they've that, got that. two. Don't they have two starting quarterbacks? That they've got. Uh, they Mr. got the Taysom guy, Mr. Dalton. Oh yeah, it. Uh, I Andy I, Andy Dalton. I think it's hard to sell to a fan base that's used to winning at this point over the last decade plus to be like we had two first round picks, but we're start, we're giving the ball to Andy Dalton <laughs> for this season and beyond. It, uh, uh, well, I thought uh, I thought Andy Dalton might be, might have been our Mitch Trubisky. This th- year, yes, and so. uh, I, 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 I and that's one where I am more relieved to have the actual Mitch <laughs> yeah. Trubisky. Uh, well, this is really the question at hand as far as uh, this first round pick goes. <laughs> From at NFL TIJ, rank these four quarterbacks Pickett, Howell, Ritter, 
Willis. And of course, uh, the fifth one that doesn't even get mentioned I was here. Say, is that Corral or whatever? Right? Corral. Yeah. Uh, you know, I put this question in the behind the steel curtain uh, chat. Okay. Just, just, just to see what, you know, what did people think? Like, how are yeah, we? Yeah. I how, think I saw some of that. The answers you got. Yeah. yeah there was no, there was no consensus. Not right. only, you know, do even all of our so-called experts can't decide. There's no consensus on who the best is out of this group, mm-hmm. nor is there consensus on who the worst is out right. of that group. And that seems to be not just on uh, on our own level here at Behind the Steel Curtain, but also national uh, and and all of media. Yes, I I, I I keep coming back to, you know, it's a wonderful line from a very small movie called uh, The Man Who Wasn't There, but the more you see, the less you know. The more information <laughs> you get, the less you can tell what's happening here. And it's, you know, I mean, you I saw what you put in that chat. Those are all it, people that are as educated about this as anyone reasonably could be, and in several cases, very, more unreasonable. So, and they still weren't able to uh, uh, come to a clear idea. You know, I don't want want to speculate or recollate Please. but do you rank how do you rank these guys you know i'm on i've i've turned out to be on the willis train just because yeah, i have two and I, I i but i understand i don't know anything and i know i'm just repeating and reacting to what i am told so thus sure i've got willis and then i go uh uh, uh Pickett and Ritter kind of close and how towards the bottom. But how I've seen the least, how many times have I talked on here? I can't tell how or corral apart, yeah. not just because the names, but the jerseys are pretty similar too. that like sort of light blue in the South. But yeah, um, Old Miss and UNC, right. it's as well be the same school. And if they're wearing, if you see a highlight of them in the white road jersey, forget about it. It looks almost exactly the same. But, I mean, you know, that would be a great little, that might be a fun little sitcom like on, on draft day, uh, you know, two oh. of the top three quarterbacks play a switcheroo. You know, no one wants to. No one wants to go to Washington. So, uh, you know, Matt Corral uh, sneaks in at pick twenty when it's supposed to be. I don't know. You, this feels like something you could see on Hulu. Like it really has that feel to it. Hey, let's write it. I'm ready to. I'm ready to write. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready to write it up. I, you know, I but don't know. I, I, but just to finish your point about the rankings thing, and it's it's up you and I were talking about off the air. I find myself having Pickett and Ritter like close to each other now, just because of what I've been told. I haven't seen Ritter play for at all. I don't think I've seen the guy take a snap. But all of a sudden, he's rising based off of other people talking about him. Yeah, yeah. All I know is that Bearcats. Uh, I, I I learned that a Bearcat is really not a, a. It's not really a cat. It's more like a. It's like a marmot or something. I thought I it was know. made up. I thought it was like a jackalope or something. Like it was or like the chupacabra, like a fictional animal. It's closer to a chupacabra than a than a true bobcat or like. Oh, okay. You know, like a like a, it's not uh, it's not really. A, I don't think it's in the cat family in the same way as like a mountain lion or a nittany lion. You oh, know? okay. It's it's or it's a what, pit panther. Gotcha, gotcha. So okay. that's the only. I'm kind of like, well, I'd rather have the pit panther or the nittany lion than the bear. Yeah, cat. like actual get get closer to the cats. Right, right real rational thinking here, but. Oh. Just as rational as what goes into so many of these drafts. <laughs> That's the exception that proves the role, what you just said. Well, if you want to talk rational, uh-uh. uh, I I Uh-oh. went to PFF's draft simulator. Oh, okay? here we go. You know, you know, some of these mock drafters uh, are just out there picking names out of a bucket. I went to straight to the source, the mock simulator. <laughs> Will Willis be there at at number 20 okay and on pff simulation he was there 28 percent, 28 out of 100 i did 100 mock drafts oh my you God. know while Kyle. some people were you know while uh while uh, bad was out there meeting Najee harris at uh <laughs> at some big party I don't, okay. I don't know where he was at some you okay. know i was okay. out there doing on a saturday night doing 100 mock simulations oh my god 28 percent chance of, of willis falling to 20 okay um and but if we traded up to 17 th- th- that would be about a double it about a 56 
6% chance. Mm. But then that blockbuster trade okay. uh, between the Eagles and Saints came by. So I said, let's run let's run it back another 100 mock simulations. Oh, my God. Kyle. And uh, and then our chances dropped to 21% okay. of Willis being there at 20. Huh. Um, and but you know what I learned through all this is that this PFF simulator is not a perfect science. Big I, surprise. I, 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 I'm not sure you learned that as you kind of knew that and happened. They to only it have times. one quarterback being picked uh, in in the top twenty. Uh, oh. so either PFF knows something that all these mockers don't. Some of these mocks have four or five quarterbacks going in the first round. That feels more likely to me than one. Yeah, well, uh, PFF only has one. It's only Malik Willis, okay. and uh, so you know. So I don't know. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Let's see, let's see what happens now. Uh-oh. Uh oh. With Willis taking that twenty, mm-hmm. there's a, you know in in these simulations at least there were a lot of opportunities to trade down from okay. twenty into the first round. In fact, that kind of intrigues me. Our own. Andrew Wilbar here at Behind mm-hmm. the Steel Curtain, he he mocked us trading down from 20 to 29 in okay. exchange for a second and a third round pick. And then mm-hmm. he had us drafting a cornerback. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, so how do you feel about that trading down to pick up an extra second and third? I mean, I, I, I'm reading the rest of this tweet, so it makes sense to me is that you're getting this cornerback who's, I've heard his name mentioned, and allegedly he's very good too, this booth. And then getting, and also, but I see this person has Ritter being there at 40 to trade up for him, right? Okay. That sounds a lot better to me for trading down. I mean, that, I can buy that, sure. So, you know, we're gaining a second, we're trading down from 20 to 27, picking up a second, uh-huh. and then combining that with 52 to jump up to 40 to mm-hmm. get uh, to get our quarterback. I mean, that that sounds great, but I also think it's just as likely, if not more so, Ritter's gone at like 18 or something, that he's one of those other, that the three quarterbacks go and then it's, you know. Uh, but then again, I don't know any of this. I'm just repeating back things other people have guessed. We I say like I know, but I don't know. That's true, but it certainly sounds it right. There it right. is, yeah. right. The tuck, <laughs> this is, that is the most appropriate you've ever used that Tucker clip. <laughs> Well, well, you know, some people still want us to trade up. Let's uh, Oliver Hodgkinson, which uh, you know, I hope he's British, uh, <laughs> over at ProFootballNetwork.com. He's, you know, one, another one of these guys that had us, us trading up to number five to draft Willis five. in exchange for a first and second round from this year and next year. <sighs> I mean, it, that's it, if you really want Willis, you're going to go all the way up that's to five. A, that you, and, and you know he's the gold jacket guy. Like, I mean, again, if you're that much in love, then you do like run in front of the plane, like with, you know, the sign that says, marry me right now. This is the equivalent of that. Like, And, you know, you I have a hard time thinking you draft the guy five overall to bench him behind right. Mason Mitch. It, it, Mason Mitch, yeah. And it's well, which is well, you're at that point, you're going to want to bench him because you're not going to you're not going to have a whole whole lot around him either i mean you have what you, last year's team around him by the time happened. by the time he starts to be a ghost town <laughs> yes like all right well how let's not let's not trade up to number five how about kyle stackpole from cbs okay. mm-hmm. uh cbs dude they must have like 31 mock drafts so far they're the leaders wow. in the mock draft effort and, and some of these people and uh, you know maybe we should talk why are you talking about all these mock drafts if, if you don't think they're meaningful at all because we're gonna at the end of this mock draft process okay. we're gonna tell you oh. Who the true mockers are, hey. and who the mockers aren't. Okay, 
And there um, we go. Because, you know, we, we can be spending our time, you know, watching tape. I don't know what we could be doing. I, watching... I don't know. But something other than running these 100 simulations. That, Ozark. That, that, I could uh, be catching up on Ozark. Okay. That's for, I, anyway, okay. I've heard good things. Yeah. Kyle Stackpole of CBS. Mm. They We're trading up in the second round. Mm. We're going to package our second round pick. Uh, to pick to trade up. Let, what, what what am I trying to say here? Trade up in the second. We're going to trade up to number twenty seven. That's still in round one. Yeah, we're going to use okay. our our fifty second, our this year's second, our fifty two overall, mm. and next year's second mm. to trade back up into the first. Okay. So we're going to pick at twenty, and now we're going to pick at twenty seven. Okay. To draft Ritter. That's Kyle Stackpole at CBS. I mean that. That sounds like a thing that can happen. I I would also feel like that's a big price, but to me, that's it's not stopping the plane with an engagement ring. That's stopping the plane with like a sign that says "I love you." Like it's a step back from that. Like it's you have to believe Ritter is also the guy here too. You're not giving them the final rose. You're just right, saying, yeah. uh, you know, let's uh, let's continue. Let's continue this. Right. Dance. Exactly. Maybe there's a bonus round of the Bachelorette. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well. Uh, they're you know they're, they're not the only ones trading up. We got Mark Caballi at okay. the Athletic. Again, he's saying trade. Let's trade into the first of, again for to, yeah. To, to, have we ever tr- uh, traded into the first for a second first round pick? No, but I I think where a lot of them are going to get isn't that exactly what the Ravens did with Lamar? I'm pretty yeah, sure it is. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of them are getting this from. At, uh, okay, all right. We're you know it's a copycat league mm-hmm. now. Bruce, uh, Bruce. I, I'm sorry. I keep saying we, and I know that uh, behind the steel curtain doesn't want us to say we anymore. Well, well I mean, we are Steelers. technically not employees of the team. I okay. Mean, I, 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 so Bruce yeah. Feldman of the Atlantic wants my special the friends. Athletic, not the Atlantic. Atlantic. That's oh, the, gosh. That that's the cultural magazine. It's going to tell you about cancel culture. You're worried about the Athletic. Yes. Okay, Bruce Feldman of uh-huh. the Athletic uh-huh. wants my special friends. To trade up into uh, pick thirty to draft, he says Willis will still be there at pick thirty. Okay, the, the, I mean I haven't, I, it, I don't remember Mr. Feldman's uh, 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 draft, no matter where it was published. But I assume he's one of the one or no quarterbacks having gone in the first round kind of guys. If Willis is still there at thirty, which feels crazy to me, but. You know, but then again, it only feels crazy to me because of what I've been told by potentially dozens of crazy people at this point since the middle of January. <laughs> well, he must be Feldman must be using the PFF uh, mock simulator <laughs> okay. who's, who says that only one quarterback falls. Anyway, okay, mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. the other okay, if we're not trading down, we're not trading up. We can wait for a QB. Bleacher Report okay. has us waiting until the third round. To, us, I'm sorry, has my special friends waiting f- until the third round to get Sam Howell at UNC uh, okay. as quarterback. Who we've also seen mocked in the first round. I mean, yeah. I know that, you know, time is relative and everyone values t- players differently and all that. But but that feels like such a precipitous fall where it, it, it where like, you know how eventually it gets to the draft. I mean, I remember this with Lima Swede, but it happened with a bunch of other people where it's like, and this actually shows up in the movie Draft Day, where it's like how much of it like, wow, this guy's such a value versus, oh my God, he fell that far. There must be something <laughs> wrong. And like Sam Howell in the third very much kind of crosses that Rubicon. You know, since these mocks have started back in January, we've seen mocks 
where one of these quarterbacks it falls to the right, second or third. Right, just absolutely plummets for yeah. whatever reason. Or is, yeah. it a, is it a plummet or just was that has been graded there? You know? Right, exactly. But again, people that do this professionally and have information, we do not There have. are no such things as experts, is what, <laughs> is what I'm learning. Nobody knows anything. The I, William Goldman story. I, I'm a mock draft expert at this point because I've certainly... Uh, you really are. I mean, in a way, you, you, you've actually collected data in a way that I think a lot of these people don't because they're doing the eye test. <laughs> the eye test. Um, also waiting for a QB, Ryan McChrystal from okay. Sharp Football Analysis. See, that which, all sounds made up from yeah, Ryan McChrystal to Sharp Sharp Football Analysis. But I think okay. they sell they sell TVs when it's <laughs> when it's not mock draft season over at Sharp Analysis. <laughs> they have Pittsburgh waiting. For Kenny Pickett at 52. Oh, they'd have a parade in the city if that happened. <laughs> like if Pickett was still there for whatever reason in the second round. I mean, they'd also be like, oh, my God, did he break the law or something? But yeah, but if he was still there in 52, this would be it'd be ecstatic. They get some, you know, they take care of whatever your personal need is in the first round. And then they get uh, Pickett at 52. That'd be amazing. Again, I don't know how the Saints are passing on him, what, five times at that point or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's it's a gets a good point. You know, the teams that need a QB, uh, Washington, uh, Saints. Um, but in the second round, you even start to open up stuff like Minnesota. Yeah, and and you yeah. definitely got Seattle again. Or even, you know, even somebody like, how much are the Buccaneers locked into this Trask yeah. guy? Like, yeah. when you get into the quarterbacks in the second round, then all of a sudden, all kinds of teams. Like, the Browns. Could, Cleveland you know, might. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, it's all kinds of weirdo stuff then. Like, well, here let's let's see what Vegas has to say. Mm-hmm. At Tommy Jaggy has the the odds from bookies.com. Oh, bookies. One of our one of our favorite uh yeah. statistical headquarters. Mm-hmm. Uh Matt Corral leads the odds at uh, 3 to 1. Okay. Kenny Pickett 350, Sam Howe 450, The Field mm. 475, Malik Willis 5 to 1. Desmond Ritter five to one. If, okay. if, if you were betting the house, where would you put your money on this? I mean, it, it, it you know the uh, as far as a bet goes, the Ritter one seems the best of all of them. I mean, it's it's uh, you know in terms of money you could make, but I mean, but if it was like I was going to win, I'd bet the field off of this. Bet the field. Yeah, I would bet the field off of this just because I I mean again I am influenced by the propaganda that I have consumed. It, it's um I'm you know uh, Roddy Roddy Piper that hasn't taken a glasses off, so I have reached a point where I do think Willis will be gone. That is where I sit as I sit here talking to you today. I do believe he will be drafted in the top ten right now. And without a Willis there, you don't think quarterback is a given then? Because uh, I also think Pickett's going to be gone too. I think the Panthers are. Just, I think someone's going to take Willis crazy high, and then I think Pickett's going to go to like the Saints or something, and then I think they're going to have a decision to make about Ritter or whatever just truly enormous defensive lineman and or cornerback and or wide receiver is there. Would you even you know if we really talking best true player available? You know, there's that line inside linebacker from Georgia, and you think, well, the inside linebacker room is pretty full. But if you know, heck, if you if you added the best linebacker right. in the draft there, well, I, I think they would reach for one of those enormous defensive linemen before they do that, just because it seems like there's so like whenever you read whenever someone doesn't pick you know quarterback in a mock draft or Trevor Penning, which again none of them were at the pro day for, so you can wipe him off. It seems to be one of the what whichever you know truly gargantuan Georgia uh, defensive uh, lineman is still around yeah one of those big peach eaters right that's what i want um gosh we're going so long i really wanted to get into the ab stuff today but i don't think we're gonna i don't think we're gonna get to it um we'll do the ab stuff let's get to the let's get to the mock tally here okay we're, we're currently at 
167 oh. mock drafts in 2022. I felt that weight in my chest when you said it. This was the biggest week for mock drafts yet. 26 <laughs> mock drafts this week. Uh, the the choice of the the choice du jour was okay. uh, Ritter with six new mocks. I told you the guy's rising for whatever reason. And uh, steady right behind him is uh, Malik Willis with five new mocks. Okay. Uh, Kenny Pickett had four. It's 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 the QB class. Okay. It is. Yeah. Um, in fact. Ever since the Trubisky trade, uh, Trubisky trade, the Trubisky signing, <laughs> we've had 65 mocks, and it's been quarterbacks, 15 for Willis, wow. 10 for Pickett, 9 for Ritter. Wow. Uh, now there's been six for Penning. We haven't, we, no way, we didn't send but anyone to his pro day. They didn't send anyone to his pro day. That is, that is you know, it's like in, in hockey when they shoot the puck over the glass in the defensive zone. It's an automatic no. Like, it's an automatic penalty. The only, you know, the only outlier besides a quarterback among this group would be Wyatt, the D tackle okay. from Georgia. And that and that is as far as consolation prizes go, I think that's a pretty nice one. Yeah. So, you know, we're 29 players now been mocked to us, so it really could be anybody except mm-hmm. for uh Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, just a couple things that aren't QB related in these mock drafts. Let's go to at Pittsburgh Sports Steelers takeaways. I can't see Steelers taking a wide out round one they already have two starters mm-hmm. what uh, you know what is the situation with the white yeah, you know everyone's like well we need a slot receiver I, maybe Fryermuth is our slot receiver uh, yeah or even or just it, it, i mean i i can see they definitely need a wide receiver i don't know if they need a first round wide receiver that feels like something that happens if everyone else is gone the trades down look pretty rough and you know maybe and maybe you do get it that alabama kid that got hurt does seem pretty special when he's healthy i mean it's maybe you Lock into something like that and hope that, you know, best player available isn't just a slogan. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to get a, a wide out in round one, they really need to have the gabagool. <laughs> right. I think they, it's got to be special. Um, mm-hmm. and, well, and one last thing real quick. How about yeah. from at Neil Kulong? Neil Kulong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the Steelers are justified in wanting to talk to this man. And it was a gif of uh, Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. He's the safety. I will say that having like, like little things, I've never heard anyone talk up a safety like this in the draft. I mean, again, susceptibility to propaganda, all that. But it feels like the way they talked about that tight end last year that went to Atlanta. The one that, like, wow, we've never seen one like this in the draft for many, many years. What is this? And like, it makes sense because, we, you know, we don't we have safety issues right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but this guy has been mocked top five in right. 90% this guy of could, these mocks. This guy could even go ahead. Yeah, this guy, him and Malik Willis are the opposites. Like, he's always been at the top, and now he's starting to drop a bit. Yeah. But some people are like, well, how are we going to start a rookie across from Minka? It's, like, we haven't started rookies in the secondary right. it's, before. It's, it's not like the old days with LeBeau anymore. That really is longer ago than it seems. Um, all right. We got we got to take a break because we're going super long. Um, we've got, geez, there's still a lot to talk about that I really wanted to get to AB and Ryan Clark, <laughs> but I guess that's not going to happen. Um, what do I, I want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? We've got um, the QB22 stuff. We've oh, that's right. There's some Mitch news to talk yeah. about. There's some... Uh, oh, we got to talk about uh, DJ. Is he going to get an extension oh, or not? It. There's a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, 
really, it's just been mock madness. I don't know. Oh. Let's uh, oh. let's listen to some of our choice sponsors. Don't be uh, don't be afraid to leave a comment mm. uh, for yes. behind the steel curtain podcast because that helps the algorithm. You know, Absolutely. five star review SEO, or you know, just say you know what Jin's talking about is our favorite or not. It doesn't have to be. Okay, <laughs> we'll be right back. Hold on. of what Jin's talking about. Renegade is playing. That's time for our comeback. Although, you know, we yeah, we, I guess we were in a in a hole. We, we, uh, well, when we're talking mock drafts, you're always... You're always kind of in a hole. We're, we're trying to get out of the hole by running the ball. We're still not yeah, passing our way out of this Always, uh, Always playing from behind in, during mock draft season. <laughs> um, you know, but, uh, you know, when you're not talking about who the future QB is, you're talking about who the current QB is. Let's play the music. Uh <laughs> QB22, where are you? We've Actually, got- kill the music, because oh. I think we know who our QB22 oh. is going to be, because uh, okay. hit the tweet from at a kinky bawa, Aditi kinky bawa, I'm sorry. Remember Mitch Trubisky talking about coming to Pittsburgh and leading right away? He's having Steelers patch catcher, pass catchers and other QBs down to his Florida home this weekend to throw and hang out. I'm told Najee is going to be there, too. Oh, That's God. right. He's, he's pulling the Big Ben move, inviting everyone to his boat or his house. <laughs> okay, but I mean, it, it, I, I know how it seems like, oh, wow, this really means we gave him the, um, you know, we gave him the reins to be the uh, future leader of this team and not just him being like, hey, guys, do you want to come over and hang out? <laughs> this is a uh, no. This is big stick diplomacy. This okay. is some, oh, okay. This is some swinging love hammer move, right? Do okay. You, when you're like, oh, come down to my house and we'll play some toss. I guess, but I mean, but he invited the other QBs. I mean, it's not like it was just uh, uh, come as you know, come to uh, uh, Castle Trubisky as I hold court with you, my minions and uh, fellow knights. Well, like, you know, well, I don't, you know, Mace. I don't know if Mace could pull this move. I don't know if he could be like, oh, everyone come over to. Uh, let me ask my roommates if everyone can come. <laughs> over to my place and uh they're not paying mason by the hour i mean the man was a third round pick i mean he has to he has to have a house right i mean it's it's, i I don't know i don't know i'm saying all these things optimistic he could come over and they could have many informal conversations of fun that seems like something they should do (laughs) well you know this uh this this is let's Everyone is impressed with this. Here's at Colin Dunlop. This leaves absolutely no doubt if anyone had any left that Trubisky thinks he's QB1, has been told he's QB1. I mean, I'll go the former. I still doubt it's the latter. I mean, it, it, it. You know, I, 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 ima- I imagine he does think he's QB one, and it, and it hits me that right, he would be in a better position to have that nice Florida house being the second overall pick in the draft versus like a guy that went in the middle or end of the third round. I forget where exactly where they drafted Mason, but that sliding scale. So yeah, it makes sense. I'm sure Mitch has a nicer house. Trying to the- avoid that state sales tax. Yeah, I'll, I'll build a house in That's Florida. That's right, because yeah, because Mitch is from Cleveland. So it's not like it, it's like he was born and he went to school in Carolina, North Carolina. So it's not like and he played some, in Chicago. Right. So. so, yeah, he's not some kind of like native Orlandon or however you say it. So, yeah. So he's still there to avoid the taxes. But um, I think the only move Mace can make, he has to show up there with one of those big ass rifles that he's been playing with. <laughs> 
show up at the door with one of those. Or like, show up with his brother that can do some improv games together. It's that's right, a, the actor. And, yes. Uh, it, tell Hollywood stories. I, 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 yeah, I mean, it's, but again, it is nice that the other QBs are there too. I mean, otherwise, that's deeply, deeply weird. So they're playing catch. Uh, yeah, you know, Mitch is you know probably sharing some wholesome, uh, wholesome fire campfire oh, stories. Oh yeah, yeah. They're probably like he's probably playing like the ukulele and like some uh, maybe telling like you know a very very staid ghost story. You know, one of those. Probably watching a lot of tape because you know Mitch. Uh, nobody loves football as much as I do. Nobody, <laughs> nobody loves football. That's why they're playing toss. So I guess the question I have is, mm-hmm. is is Mitch really the guy? Mm. And that was that's what they that's what uh, ESPN or was it NFL Network? That's what someone asked Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, is Mitch the guy now in Pittsburgh? You surround guy. You you put a guy with guys. What? And let him let him. And when he was around guys, what? he would he would make plays. Mm-hmm. What? That Trubisky from the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Was he around guys? Mm-hmm. What? I, in my opinion, no. Mm-hmm. Right. So you put him around guys. So. Was Mitch Trubisky around guys? He's never been around guys. <laughs> uh, I mean, having heard Manny Sanders talk young uh, earlier in his career, it does. I, I do feel like that Manny had a strong opinion about answering this question, but hadn't thought he was going to be asked it. So he just kept saying the same thing over and over again until he made a point, which I get. That's what I do, too. But um, but yeah, it sounds like if he's around guys, which I mean, I would hope he's around guys. He's literally choosing to be around guys at his uh, Florida place this weekend. I mean, you know, he he I guess he wasn't around guys in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Now he's Najee Harris is a guy. He's definitely yes, he's around. Certainly a guy. Um, you know, you DJ went to a Pro Bowl. He's got to be a guy. It, it is interesting, just as much as I'm making fun of this around guys idea that like everything you hear out of both what like Bears media says, old Bears people and people analyzing the Steelers about what they've said about that Bears team could be summed up as they weren't around guys, weren't around guys. Now, I mean, you know, with is this off are these offensive line guys? Do we have a, do we have guys on the I think offensive we paid line? Guys, I don't know if we know their guys. I don't know if I. You know what we've we brought in guys to be around. I don't think we know yet if there are guys. So there's a big difference. We've paid, right. we've paid people to be guys. Right. We we brought in some alleged guys or or possible guys, possible. guys to be. So I guess it's I guess so I guess it, is Mitch the guy? It 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 it, it, it they're possibly in disguise. Yes. I don't know. It, it, well. <laughs> is is if <laughs> Is Mace around? If Mace is the guy, is Mace around guys? Well, Mace has been around guys longer because Mace was around the guys before these guys. Ben's guys. Mace has been around guys. Mace has been around guys, but hasn't been the guy. He's been one of the guys or a guy among lesser guys. If if Mace becomes the guy. Yes. I mean, can you can you say that Mace wasn't around guys? Well, I think I think at some point, if you become the guy, then the guys around you become guys. Then you are the guys that the other guys are. You're the guy that the other guys are around. Is is that what Mitch is doing? Is Mitch making these guys guys right now? Is that why they're at his house? Is he trying to make these guys guys? I I, I think that I think that's a very concise way to put that. I think that's exactly what's happening. All right. See, uh, we figured out. This is the analysis. Good luck getting that at Pro Football Focus. You won't hear that over on Yinsers. <laughs> let's uh, let's get to the lightning round. Okay. Uh, can we? Is it even possible? Um, at Action Network HQ. Okay. Action Network. Action a- Network. Action Network. I think it was at WTAE. The Action Network. <laughs> um, Ravens number one. Browns number four. Most stressful. 
NFL teams. This was like some. This was like based on did your was your team? Oh, I think I sent this to. Yeah, you. yeah. did they lose close games? Uh, did they lose games they were favored by? Uh, did they cause a? Did they cause heartache and, and headaches? See, I think that uh, if if that's where it goes by, then their methodology is completely flawed because the, because that doesn't take into account how stressful a tight win is. Because if that's the case, then the Steelers team goes way, way higher than 18. How many Steeler games this past year literally came down to a last second play and even like a last second play that wasn't like a field goal. It was, you yeah. know, Joe Hayden tackling a guy amazingly or, or a two point you know, conversion right, or yeah. TJ Watt, you know, somehow getting in the way of that or, you know, sacking uh, uh, Geno Smith in overtime. Like, so that's that's a very flawed methodology. Well, surprisingly, Steelers were ranked 18th. In the on the stress yeah, factor, yeah, that, that, that's that, you can dismiss this out of hand when it's in the Steelers, the 18th most stressful team to watch. You would think by uh, if you're on Steelers Twitter, you would think they were like the number one. Uh, oh, number one yeah. all time. But I mean, and I'm not saying they're the most stressful to watch. I totally get that. Also, with the Ravens, a team that had so many injuries, and even like when Lamar was there, it's not like Lamar's throwing for 400 yards and five touchdowns. So I can totally see there's a lot of tight games that they're losing and all that. These, I, I'm sure I, I'm totally fine with the Ravens and Browns being in the top five, but the Steelers at 18 is bananas. Yeah, if you've seen uh, you've seen a president before and after they leave a White House, yeah, it's kind of like Steelers fans <laughs> <laughs> yes. before and after. All of a sudden. They hair is much wider yeah like, yeah mm-hmm. um okay moving on this is uh sunday night football on nbc at snf on nbc fewest points allowed in the nfl this century any surprises steelers were third behind ravens and patriots uh you know 6600 points allowed this century mm-hmm. um so even though we, we think of ourselves as having the worst defense uh sure on the in the on the broad scale of time we're still the the greatest of the greats oh yeah yeah and it's 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 provided of course your scale of time starts in like 1970 like that helps a that lot or too. 2000 right exactly yeah. and exactly in 2000 as well and it's you know and again it, it yeah and you wonder and and, and, it's, and again it's not just that they're in third place it's they're in third place by 60 70 points which yeah. is truthfully in a year that hey there were some blowout losses that you didn't typically see from a Steeler team that you know hey that makes all the sense in the world that maybe this number was a little bit tighter even before this year I mean I see there's 16 points out of second place well okay if you don't lose by you know 20 or something to a couple teams maybe that's even different here yeah what we saw this past season was was some of the worst statistical defense in in the franchise. Yes. Like you should almost be happy that you got to see this because not every generation <laughs> you said that at the time. You said yeah, that at the time. Not every generation gets to see this kind of defensive display mm-hmm. uh or lack of and we still were a playoff team. So enjoy these these moments uh in hindsight now that we were we were we were we were that porous and still went to the playoffs. We, mm-hmm. You know, be mm-hmm. happy you you be happy of the journey and you could feel the same way about the running game too and exactly exactly um speaking of optimism okay at renegade adam adam Steele. this is an adam bomb okay some <laughs> someone who trademarks their own tweets here um <laughs> Adam Bomb, Miles Jack, and Devin Bush are the most athletic inside linebacker duo in the NFL. So from wow. we wanted to cut Devin Bush a minute ago, but now he's 
he's one of the best best tandems. Well, I think it, it's uh, I, I imagine, and I, I don't want to speak for Mr. Baum, but the Athletic is is doing a lot of work here. I mean, I, I people that are greatly disappointed in Bush and do believe he's a bust will admit to his athleticism. I mean, it's it just and perhaps that's part of what was compromised by the injury. But I actually think this could be true. I think just in terms of pure athletes, it really might be these two. Okay, well, I mean, well, I, I, you know, everyone is big on Miles Jack, mm -hmm. but I will tamper some of those hopes by saying that, you know, Miles Jack was brought into Jacksonville to replace Joe Schobert. Right. And exactly. uh, so we, you know, and and we know how happy we are, Joe Schobert. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, it's like the saying, the old saying, like no matter how hot someone is, someone's tired of putting up with their crap. Uh yeah, that that is that that uh, that's the inside linebacker version of that. Yeah, someone someone was tired of Miles Jack, and that's why we got him. Well, I thought they drafted him. Didn't they draft him in the second round? I thought that uh, the or I didn't think he was a Jacksonville free agent signing. I mean, I know very little about. No, they released him. Okay. And I, I can't. I don't know. Yeah. Talk to. <laughs> if you want to know all that, listen to like Dave Schofield. Right. Uh, you know, Stat Geek or listen to. Um, yeah. One of the podcasts that doesn't do a word game for three minutes about the word guys. <laughs> That's one that can help you out where the players come from. Um, let's. Uh, yeah. Let's keep the speed. Let's get some speed to the speed round. Um, how about at Blitzberg six? This okay. is uh, from Asher Mitchberg. Mm hmm. Chase Claypool will prove to be the the wideout number one in the league this season. Everyone stay asleep on him. Uh, that's a big, that's a bold prediction. It is. I mean, it's uh, to be a, a, a wide receiver one, a viable option, the go-to guy. I don't think that's crazy. I mean, it's, it certainly seemed like the trajectory he was on when he was playing in those stadiums that were empty. I mean, I will never forget that catch, he, that, the first catch he made against the Giants. I thought this guy was, oh my God, watch this. And then, you know, a few weeks later, outrunning the entire Broncos team into the river, it, um... But yes, it's just, you know, it, 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 I think it's just so bizarre because we're so used to, you know, players taking the leap, whereas instead in the second year, uh, Claypool had the fall. Well, it's, plummet. it's hard like, when you have put up 10 touchdowns your rookie year to have a leap, you know, beyond. Oh, yeah. That. But I mean, just in terms of consistent play. And I think yeah. and I also think, you know, obviously making the first down sign against Minnesota is going to uh, 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 definitely cloud people's judgment or or this it will keep them to stay asleep. As this person, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely keeping people stay asleep. Mm -hmm. the, the, well, I guess the reason why Claypool came up this week is because you know what are we going to do about DJ? Is it time to extend him? And mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of the conversation was. Well, because the Bills wideout got like 20-some oh, million. Oh, they paid him so absurd amount yeah. of money, that guy. Putting you to sleep here. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Well, it's, as soon as the Bills are mentioned, it just triggers a yawn reflex in my uh, body. Well, here's here's the, here's the from SteelersUpdate.com. Okay. Uh, most receptions by the 2019 draft class, DJ, 254. Wow. Terry McLaughlin, 222. DJ, DK Metcalf, 216. Hunter Renflow, 208. Marquise Brown, 195. AJ Brown, 185. So uh, DJ, at least as far as receptions, is certainly the cl the class of his class. Oh, yeah. And that, and that McLaren's great. I mean, just watching him play for uh, the Washington football team. What a beast he is. And Metcalf is, you know, probably better than all these guys. But he also has the other wide receiver on the other side, too. It's going to take a lot of catches from him. So, it, no, but the DJ's right there with the best receivers of his class is, does not surprise me in the slightest. Would you, you know, so do you see him getting that kind of big, 
big contract? I think if they end up, I think I think it's more likely than not, just because who else is it going to be? I mean, I think they're going to get a wide receiver fairly early in this draft. But, you know, if they don't get uh, 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 Sky Moore in the second or they don't end up, you know, getting the Alabama kid or something equivalent in the first round, I could see them doing it uh, sooner versus late after the draft. I could see them signing DJ for the long term. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, let's gosh. Okay. Let's go to... How about this? At Troy Beck. Okay. Every wrestling show ever has either a Pittsburgh sign or a Steelers jersey. WrestleMania had, if you were watching the Miz's match, mm-hmm. um, there was a sign in the background that said Jagoff 412. Wow, that, that's great. I would just amend this statement to uh, eliminate the word wrestling. Every show ever has yeah. a Pittsburgh sign or a Steelers jersey. Yeah, you see a terrible towel everywhere, and this mm-hmm. was the first. I guess is this the first major sighting of 2022 of uh, well, no terrible towel, but certainly a uh, Steelers fan at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, I mean it's well. I just remember it, it. I mean it's it's been you know many of us have uh, uh, totally memory hold this, but when that that Raiders Chargers game for the final thing, remember how they kept cutting to the Steelers fans in the Las Vegas audience, yeah. wearing the jerseys for that. I mean it's you will always see someone in a Pittsburgh jersey with a terrible towel, something at every major event, everything that's filmed at, you know, how many times whenever, uh, you know, the Pope stands out on the balcony, there's always some Pittsburgh fan out there in the crowd. It's yeah. they're literally everywhere. I, I thought you were going to say Pope comes out with his uh, terrible towel. Well, I mean, I, 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 have, I, I mean, I've, I've seen I, I've seen that vision in dreams, but it has yet to happen. We know that ceremony. we know. Well, we know Steelers are Jesus's team, <laughs> right? It's one of the reasons why I say we, because I'm part of I, Part of my Lord and Savior's team. I, I was saying we in this context of we is in the Steelers nation itself, the fans. But I hear what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, you know. Did the Steelers feel the same way about you? Oh, well, oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I guess maybe I shouldn't say we. Okay. Um, last thing, if you need, you know, how about a, a good Steelers account to okay. follow out there? Because there's not many. No. <laughs> how about... At Steelers History, we've got a new account. Welcome to Steelers History, the official historical account of the six-time Super Bowl champion Pittsburgh Steelers. This hey. is a, an official team account. They haven't posted anything yet. Okay, but, but the fact that that exists and it's something that they've that they're handling. For, I mean, there are some excellent, you know. I, I mean, by excellent, I mean like they'll post a clip of like uh, 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 you know Bam Morris's rookie game yeah. or something. Like it's or something from the '80s that I have no idea about. Like those are interesting. Exactly. But, yeah, some of the fan accounts. Yeah, you, I don't know if you're going to see the official account post the, some of those AB highlights from the right, past. Right, you know? right. That you might not necessarily So, yeah. uh, you know, definitely follow the, the fan accounts out there, but this is, add this one, official that, Steeler. That does sound very interesting. Um, all right, we got to get out of here. Uh, okay. If you want to follow us on social media, I am at Kyle Christ. Uh, Greg, where are you at? I'm at Greg Benevent, B as in boy, E-N-E, B as in Victor, E-N-T, uh, and that's uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to see us, uh, you can see us do live comedy this weekend in Burbank, California. That's right. I'm I'm Saturday night and sun. I'm Saturday at nine thirty and Sunday at seven. And you're oh wow. I'm tonight. If you're in Burbank, I'm going to be Sunday night also in oh, Burbank. Okay. You're the, are you on the seven too? I'm on the late show gotcha. on Sunday night. I'm in the valley. I don't leave the valley, Steeler Nation, <laughs> because gas prices are so high. Oh man. Um and uh, you know keep listening to Behind the Steel Curtain yes. podcast network and yes. leave us a review. We will see you next week. Woo!